Hi, welcome back. So up to this point, we've been talking about what to do as a leader and, and how do we interact with our people and, and how do we do all those things that we need to do to gain engagement with our team. And at this point, I'm going to talk about a different subject. We're going to change gears here a little bit, and we're going to talk about what does a leader look like. When our people look at us, and when they work around us, and they work side by side with us, what do they see? What are they looking for? What do they expect? And how does that affect all of our ability to be a leader? How does that affect our ability to, to bring them into our team, to gain their respect and their trust, and to, to build this engaged cohesive focused team that we've been talking about. We're going to find that it's really important. It's just as important as what we do. So here's the first picture to start with. Leadership. They made you the boss. Are you going to step up and be a true leader? Take the step. People are counting on you to make their world better. And that's what we're going to talk about today. People are counting on us to be what we need to be as a person and as a leader. And they're looking at us and they're waiting for us to do it. And they're disappointed if we don't step up. So who are you as a person? Let's just start right there. Are you okay with yourself? Do you have that self-confidence, that self-presence to be okay with me? I'm good with me. Uh, I, I'm, I'm secure in myself and in my abilities. Is your identity based upon who you are and not on what you do? Okay, because if your identity is based on what I do, and I don't do that successfully, or I have setbacks, or I have failures, it affects all of my confidence, it affects my, my whole presence, right? And if my identity is based on who I am, and I'm comfortable with me, then what I do doesn't affect my ability to, to continue to do it well in the future. So it's important to be okay with ourselves. Do you believe in yourself? Do you have a strong sense of what is right? And why do you want to be a leader? What is it you want to accomplish as a leader, do you want to do something to feed your ego or do you want to do something to make your team better and the people around you better? And all of these things go together to have a big impact on how well received and how well respected we are by those people around us. As leaders, all the people around us, especially our team, have reasonable expectations of us. And I talk a lot about reasonable expectations. I talk to when I was in law enforcement, I talked to the people that work for me in patrol about our community has reasonable expectations of us. As a leader, your team has a reasonable expectation. They expect something from you and it's reasonable. And if you don't do it and you don't follow through, they're disappointed. They aren't going to tell you what they expect, but we disappoint them and we lose their respect and their confidence when we don't live up to these expectations. So it's up to us to be aware of these things and understand them and say, I'm going to be that leader who doesn't disappoint my team. Who we are has just as much influence on our success as leaders as what we do. Who we are drives what we do. And that's important. And, and, and keep that in mind and think about that as we go through this lesson. Who I am as a person has a big impact on how those people around me perceive my actions, my statements, and my intentions. Without respect and trust, we'll have no credibility with our team. So what are some of these expectations? And I can't cover every single expectation. I'm going to cover some of the major ones here. We'll talk about them and think about them a little bit and see how they apply. Okay, People expect us as a leader to be decisive. Leaders are decision makers. They consider all the available options, then they make a decision. Procrastination and hesitation points to insecurity. It disappoints. Okay, and I talked about gathering all the available information, involving all the resources, bringing in all the best ideas. 
Then it comes down to time is now it's time to make the decision and make the decision. Insecure people hesitate to decide that, you know, they delay, they stall, they study, they study, they study. And people around you go, oh, come on, you know, just make a decision. And, and as a strong leader, you have to be decisive. And it's important to say, I believe in myself. I'm going to make this decision and do it. We have to be confident, tempered, tempered with humility. We're not egotistical. We're confident. Okay, they want us to be confident in ourselves and our abilities while remaining humble enough to accept input and suggestions and to see it their way when they're right. I'm confident in my ability. I'm confident in myself. It has to be where we come from. I believe in myself, but I don't know everything. I know a few things. I don't know at all. Other people around me have great ideas, maybe better ideas than I have, but I'm good enough to bring all of that together and I'm comfortable in making the decision in the end. I'm confident. And that's confidence is an important thing. Insecurity shows up as someone who needs to control everything, right? That, that management person who controls every decision, controls every action, that's insecure. Okay. Confidence says, I'm going to involve everybody. I'm going to help people be their best. I'm going to bring in these ideas. And then I'm going to make the decisions that we're going to do really well here together. We have to be the source of optimism, energy, enthusiasm, and happiness for our team. Every single day, we have to understand they're looking at us to set the tone, to set the atmosphere today. The talented, effective leader must be able to visualize the goal and future success and possess the ability to stay in the game and focus beyond present distractions and setbacks while pushing with anticipation and enthusiasm toward fulfilling the mission of the organization. And lately, there's been a lot of disappointment in the world. There's been a lot of setbacks with, with COVID and all these things that are going on around us. And as leaders, we cannot get ourselves down. We cannot let ourselves focus on the present. We can't let ourselves focus on the setbacks and, oh, woe is me. What are we going to do now? This is terrible. Uh, we have to say this setback is merely a bump in the road. Okay. I see success in the future. I see good things coming in the future. All we have to do is stay in the game, work together and keep plodding on, plodding on, and we're going to work our way through this thing, and we're going to make it work in the future. And if we bring that attitude every day to work and to our team, it's going to be contagious. People around us are going to continue to pick up that optimistic attitude. They're going to pick up that enthusiasm, and they'll be able to overcome all of these setbacks that come our way. We're going to have a really strong team that's focused on success, not focused on the short-term trouble we have here. And it's important. Keep your vision on the future, on long-term success, and it'll push you through short-term difficulties. Courage. Okay, we don't hesitate to handle the difficult situations, to have the hard talk, to make the tough decisions for the good of the team and the organization. We stand up for our team and its members when someone needs to do that. There are a lot of hard things that come along as a leader. We have to have the difficult talk with people who aren't doing well. We have to have sometimes handle difficult situations. We have to get involved in unpleasant things, right? And if we put that off because we don't want to do that, um, then we're not courageous. We have to be courageous and we have to deal with these difficult, unpleasant things when they come up. And it's really important to say, this is uncomfortable. I don't want to do this. I don't like this, but I'm going to take it on right now, put it behind us, and we're going to go on our way. So be courageous. Don't hesitate to take on the tough stuff, to have the hard talks. And we have to be flexible. Sometimes what we thought was the best solution turns out it wasn't, okay? Or our great idea turns out not to be. We have to be willing and confident enough to admit it and make the necessary adjustments immediately. 
so often people get focused on making it work. Okay, this wasn't a good decision. This isn't working out, but by golly, it's my idea. It's my decision. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to prove it was the best idea. And that doesn't work. Okay, everybody around you is like, oh my gosh, you know, we have to be flexible. And it comes back to that confidence of being comfortable with ourselves to look at something and go, if this isn't working out, I'm going to admit it. This was a mistake. It didn't turn out the way I expected. Let's regroup. Let's put our heads together, come up with a better plan, and let's move right on. Okay, be flexible. When something's not working, if you make a mistake, if you're wrong, admit it and move on. People are going to respect that. They're going to jump right in. They're going to support you. A really important one. We have to have control of our emotions. We have to have control of our ego and our feelings. It's better to underreact than to overreact in almost every situation. People will test you. They're going to try to insult you. They're going to look for buttons to push, especially when we're counseling them about performance or other issues. Never let them see you sweat. Be slow to respond internally and externally. Make it calculated and intentional. There are going to be people who we have difficult things with. We have the tough decision. We're counseling them to improve their performance or whatever. And they're going to try to push a button. They're going to try to get you going. They're going to try to make you angry to see you sweat. And you have to control that and say, I'm not going to react to this. I'm going to underreact. I'm going to be slow to react. I'm going to be intentional in all that I do. Because if people can push your buttons and get you mad and get you angry, cause you to lose your temper, uh, to become emotional, then they're going to do that and then nobody's going to respect you. So you have to have that control, the emotional control and strength to say, I'm going to stay in, focused on this thing. I'm going to do the right thing for the right reason, regardless of how it affects me. Now let's talk about something else. Uh, let's talk about our values. You know, what are values? Values are the guiding principles for life, the principles we live by. And we each choose core values that will guide our actions, our relationships, and our decisions throughout our life. Right? The core values are those things in our life that, that are the basis for the decisions we make, they're the basis for the reaction, the basis for how we feel about the people around us or how we feel about what's going on in the world. And these values are something we choose. It's not something that just you have no control over. We choose the values that we're going to have as our core values that we live by. Some examples of these core values would include honesty, integrity, patience, empathy, generosity, tenacity, fairness, loyalty, positivity, dependability, and commitment. Okay. We choose to be honest in every case. We have to choose to act with integrity, to be patient. We have to choose to be generous. We have to choose to be tenacious when things are difficult. Okay. We make that choice. And it's important that we do that as a leader and put the highest level values as part of our life. Choose those values because those core values, when they're honorable and of the highest level, earn the respect and the trust of those around us. As leaders, our true values are on display and being evaluated by those we lead every day in every situation. Do your actions align with your stated values? We as humans have this thing in our nature that when someone tells us something or we see someone do something, we always ask, why did they say that? You know, or why did they do that? What was their motivation? What caused them to do that? And we always ask that question. I wonder why they did this, or I wonder why they said that, or I wonder why they acted in this manner. And what and how we do, what we do puts our values right out there on display for everybody to see and understand and to watch. And we do that. People watch us all the time, especially when we're in a leadership position. It's important to have honorable values that are honorable and of the highest level. You know, the old saying is, 
what we do speaks louder than what we say, or let me show you who I am by the way I act. And that is so true. We watch people, like I said, and we listen and we ask ourselves, why did they do what they do? I wonder what that, where that came from. And here's some examples of, of how our actions uh, illustrate our true values. So if we give our team this message, I expect you to work harder, harder than you've ever worked previously. Then we have to ask ourselves, do I show up on time? Do I use my time effectively? Uh, if we say, I expect you to be excellent, then we have to ask ourselves: do you follow through on promises? Do I follow through on my commitments? Am I excellent? If we say, I expect you to work seamlessly together as a team, then we have to ask ourselves: do we take the time to work together with our people? Are we doing our part to make it a team or we just expect them to do their part to make it a team? Do we believe in it? Do we put it, personalize those values? Do we make it something that we do ourselves? If I ask, I expect you to provide excellence for your customers and for those you support, then we're going to have to ask ourselves, do I recognize and thank others? Am I honest in every way? Am I showing the values that I'm asking them to show? Is that part of my life? Is my example set have these same values in it that I'm asking others around me to have as well? And this picture says a lot. People choose to follow and commit to excellent leaders who they respect. They cannot be forced to follow or commit to those they do not respect. They vote with their allegiance and their loyalty. Be excellent. We can't make people respect us. We can't buy respect. We, we have to earn their respect. And the, the way we earn their respect is in our actions and in the example we set every day. And if we do earn people's respect and their trust, they're going to choose to follow us with, and they're going to choose to give us their loyalty and their allegiance. Otherwise, they won't do it. People always base their response to our action statement requests based upon the interpretation of our true values by their interpretation of the purpose and the source of our actions. So remember that people respond to us based upon their interpretation of our values, of our source and our motivation. And we've talked about that. I mean, and I said it again here that, that they respond based upon their opinion of where that came from, their opinion of what we meant by that, or their opinion of what we were trying to accomplish by that. So the values that we've displayed, the values that are on display every day, influence their response to everything we do. If people believe we're genuine and transparent in every way, they'll respond positively to us. If they believe we have an ulterior motive, a hidden agenda, or some self-serving purpose for what we do, they're going to reject us as leaders every time. You can say, all the same things as another person says to your team. And if they believe that person is genuine and transparent in every way, they're going to respond positively to that person. If they believe you have a self-serving agenda of some sort or some sort of hidden purpose, they're going to respond negatively to you. It's not the words you say, it's the words you say combined with the source and the perceived values that your team sees in you that brings about the positive response to what we do. We have to build a relationship with our team that's based on trust and transparency. Well, when they know our decisions and our actions are based upon our desire to be our very best and to help them be their very best, they will accept them with no reservations. And read that again. When they know our decisions and our actions are based upon our desire to be our best and to help them be their best, they'll accept them with no reservations. Don't miss this point, okay? All the things I teach in all of my leadership are based upon this way of thinking, this mindset, so to speak. It's about the intent behind our actions. Why do we do these things? Why do we say these things? That's, that's going to make the difference in whether you're successful or you're not successful.
And this brings us to what I think is the most important leadership value. And the most important leadership value, I believe, the thing that has the most to do with our success as leaders is we have to have an absolute belief in the worth and the value of others. A trait of a true leader is a strong belief in the value of others, that those around them are entitled to the same rights, the same privileges, the same successes that they are. A true leader is able to delight in others' success, congratulating them without feelings of jealousy, even when others' success outshines their own. Then works even harder to find ways to be better than they were yesterday. Okay, does, that, does all this mean we don't have a competitive spirit in us, that we're not competitive? Absolutely not. I'm very competitive. But at the same time, I have to, to recognize when others do really well, even when they do better than myself. And I need to be able to find joy in that and say, well, good for them. I feel good for them because they did really well. I feel good for them because of the success that they've had here. In fact, I like to see them successful. And then I'm going to try to figure out what they did that made them so good and, and put it into my way of doing things so I can become better at what I do. I've learned from their successes. I try to incorporate their good ideas into my way of doing business, but that doesn't mean I have to try to succeed at their expense. You know, it, it's teamwork together. It's a trust thing we do. The most important leadership value, once again, is true leaders must be able to honestly delight and find satisfaction in the successes and the good fortune of those around them. In fact, leaders must find satisfaction and joy in helping to bring success, recognition, and good fortune to those around them, even if it means a reduction in recognition for the leader themselves. So what does this look like on a team level? Well, if I help those around me be their very best, if I, in fact, find joy and satisfaction in helping them be their best, and in fact, they get recognition, maybe even they get more recognition today than I get myself, for, for what we've done here, what does that look like? What that looks like is in the long run, my team is going to be great. We're going to be unbeatable and we're all going to get recognition. We're all going to do well and we're all going to win in the end because our team works together. We recognize each other. We work together with each other. We congratulate each other. We Our ego is out of the way and we find this success as individually and as a team. And if my confidence in myself is strong enough that I can help others be great as well, I'm going to be a good leader. And my people are going to grow and they're going to exceed their expectations. And our team's going to grow really well. And we're all going to get credit in the long run. We're all going to look great. We need to recognize that this is not natural human behavior. Right? Our natural human tendency is to want the success for ourselves and to react in jealousy or envy if another receives benefit instead of us. We all do that. It's leaving us little kids. You look at little kids play together. They want all the toys. And when someone else gets a toy, they don't get the toy. They don't like that. They're jealous. That same human nature is in us as adults. Okay, And we have to understand that and say this is not a natural way to think, but it's an important way to think. As excellent leaders, we have to train ourselves to see those around us as worthy, valuable, deserving people. We must find satisfaction in helping them achieve their goals and successes as a result of the relationship we build between us, the organization, and them. Okay, And as I said, we have to train ourselves to think this way. All of these things that we do in my leadership, the management by walking around, the recognizing those around us, the, the soliciting ideas from people and thanking them for their ideas, congratulating them on their successes, have to all come from not from a need to manipulate people, but from this desire inside of us to help people be their best 
to achieve their very best and to grow. And, and that's going to be the value that they see. Those are going to be the things, the source and the motivation that they see where this is coming from. They're going to understand this. They're going to see this and they're going to respond very positively to this because they like that and they're going to see the benefit to themselves and that they're going to gain a lot personally and as a team through this whole relationship that we build with them. If we don't do that, we will fail as leaders. We're going to fail as a leader. So to summarize all this, the purpose of our actions must be not to gain compliance, productivity, performance, or some other benefit through manipulation of our team members or some sort of salesmanship. This will shine through loud and clear. It's going to result in our failure as leaders. If they feel that we're doing this because we're trying to manipulate them or, or do some fancy salesmanship approach to them, People are going to see that. They're going to recognize that. They're going to say, yeah, you are a phony. I'm not going to follow you. If people look at you as a leader and say, you are doing your best to help me learn and grow and be my best and that you expect the best from me and you're willing to help me get there, they're going to accept your leadership. They're going to choose to follow you. They're going to line up behind you and you're going to do great things as a team. You're going to be a great leader. You're going to have a great team. Things are going to work out really well. So keep these things in mind. All of the things we do, do them, okay? All the things we talked about doing, do them. Do them from a heart of a leader, and you will find that your team is going to grow. You're going to exceed your expectations. Thanks a lot. We'll continue on in the future. Thanks.